Welcome back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the Boris Yeltsin is Mikhail Gorbachev, Michael Howard. You know, I don't know why I didn't think that was going to come up because neither of us could remember which one of those two were alive, but... Yeah, yeah. we literally just talked about that right before we got on the air, and uh, so that was what was stuck in my head. I could not think of anything else. You know, part of me was going to be like, I am the president-elect to his, like, entrenched mm. dipshit president, Michael Michael Howard, but you didn't say I almost say went that. Kamala to your Biden, but that just, I'm not, though. I'm not nearly as cool as Kamala. Yeah, because maybe you don't even know how to say her fucking name, Kamala. Kamala, man. <sighs> yeah, Michael, why don't you fucking wake up, huh, bud? I've said that I honestly, Michael, I've been corrected by friends like to say it again, 18 comma, like, 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 just say comma, like the comma. See, the problem is, is that when I know that it's said differently than I expected it to be, it gets in my head and then I end up going back and forth multiple times before I end up saying it ultimately wrong. Right. And I mean, that's 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 the thing about being wrong and stupid. Yeah. Which is something I have a long history of. Oh, just the longest. No, it's like, Michael, to this day, I'm like, if someone just is like, oh, yeah, I got a boner. I'm like, oh, because of the bone in your penis. <laughs> and I have to stop. I, I can't say that out loud because I know it's wrong. But in my head, I think it. Have you ever? And had is that my fault word. or science's fault? Have you ever had a word where like, you know how to say it, but you can't say it right? Uh, yeah, I usually try to talk around it. Also, I mean, like, there's so many words that I've read, you know, in books that I'm just like, the author is trying to sound smart. And I was just like, I'm never going to use that word in real life because I absolutely know I cannot. Even though I know what they were trying to say, I just, if I try to pronounce it out loud in real life, I'm going to die, I think. Someone will make fun of me. Yeah, but I have a, I used to have a problem uh, with a, a word that you should that isn't a difficult word envelope right envelope there is envelope and envelope which are different things and there's also develop mm-hmm. now <laughs> there was one time where i looked at the word envelope and i could not i could not remember how to say the word envelope mm-hmm. because i kept trying to say envelope but it did not it did not come out correctly and it's just random things like that where you like just like you know a word and you know how to say it, and then once you think about it for a half second, it's gone. That is one of those weird traps of the English language where English is honestly like the worst place to like it's just a mishmash of so many other languages <laughs> that it makes no sense. Everyone hates it, and it is one of the hardest languages to learn because you're like, I don't know what that fucking word means <laughs> or how to say it. So um yeah, I guess I developed myself. Did you have you ever heard the word crudite? Yeah, crudites. Crudite, right? Um, so we were talking earlier today and somebody mentioned crudite and I was like, I don't know what crudite is. And they're like, it's just like chopped up raw vegetables. And I was like, like a vegetable platter. They're like, yeah, crudite. And I was like, I mean, like, oh, I'm sorry. You mean like snackies? Right. Why don't you (laughs) just say fucking snackies, please? As I was typing it in, I was like, wait. Are you guys talking about crudite? Is that what crudite is? <laughs> because yeah. like I had always seen it written and I had heard the word crudite and I had seen the word crudite, but I did not know that they were the same thing. That was one of those things where I I, I got very lucky that, Michael, frankly, that I had met your wife who uses fancy words like crudite mm-hmm. before <laughs> I had to see that word ever written down somewhere or heard it spoken in polite language i was like okay crudite i can like through i can through clues figure out what this means <laughs> but really it just means chopped up vegetable shit yeah. on a plate it's a veggie platter and like guys come on it's like it, it's like in America, instead of we snackies. don't have to call it that. We can just call it the veggie tray I got from Publix. Exactly. When you get a prepackaged thing with like celery, cherry tomatoes, apples, gouda cheese, and pepper jack cheese, it's no longer crudite. It's just this vegetable tray I got from Publix. <laughs> I did it. So no, but once sorry. you add the cheese, once you add the cheese, and then you add some the, some salami or something, now. It's a now it's, it's a charcuterie. Now it's charcuterie plates. It's sure. 
it's a charcut charcuterie. If you add the veggies and the meat and the cheese together, now, now Michael, it's a charcuterie. That's something tray. that I think you and I need to explore because I don't think the internet at large has really explored a charcuterie plate. <laughs> I I know there is a the the charcuterie plate meme shark going around about yes the shark coochie mm-hmm. for charcuterie. And crudites, obviously, is a thing. Obviously. I don't necessarily know that anyone has really explored and really, dare I say, patented, patented, TM, TM, TM. A shark crudite play. Shark crudite. Is it like shark, shark crudite? So it's like four, was it, is it four sharks or is it made out of sharks? Michael, it's actually, it's actually the shark emoji crew, CRU. I think just a sun emoji and then Tay. I think shark. Yeah, I think mean, that's how you do it. That's TM. That's how is that how the that's how the kids are doing? That's it? how you have to spell it. Frankly, sir, we're not doing the thing where you just leave out vowels anymore. That's 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 old. No, now. that's that's so Michael. That's so 2018. Yeah, I want to say 18. I want to say 18. When did when did Fall Out Boy? When did, about... when did Fall Out Boy put out "Thanks for the Memories" with absolutely a, not a single vowel in sight? I feel like that was way longer ago than 2018, no, it really but was. it could have been June of 2020, and it just seems like it was 80 years ago. Michael, this whole entire year seems like it was 80 years ago, so I really don't know. Uh, Michael, do you have any? What, what's been going on in your life right now? What, what do you got going on? <laughs> Other than you know the overfall of democracy, what's what's up with you? Uh, you know, just doing doing the unemployed thing. Sounds cool. Bought a house. Yeah, you know, we talk Michael, about that? I know that when I've been unemployed, I bought a house. Yeah, so that, I mean, that seems pretty good. I was like, you know what? It's really boring. There's nothing really that exciting going on. I don't have like work or anything. So like, might I fuck around and become a real estate baron. Might <laughs> might fuck around and buy a house. Yeah. Uh, fuck around yeah. and find out, bitch. What's up? <laughs> like gritty. We're gonna talk about gritty later. I, I think we we might talk about gritty if we get to it. If we have enough time. I don't know. Michael, so speaking of buying a house, I, I will say that I, I moved recently. I think I brought that up. That that was a big blocker in this show in general was that I was moving in. Also stressed out about work and COVID and everything. So mm-hmm. we, we didn't have time to record. But I will say one of the things that came. Uh, let me preface this, Michael. Who is one of the smartest people that you and I know that we talked to a good bit? Oh, yeah. Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice. Just economics genius, loves mm. astrophysics, quantum physics. Dude will talk your ear off about mind-bending shit all day. Mm-hmm. I wish I, <laughs> I, I should have kept it, but I couldn't because I was, I, I honestly, Michael, the process of moving makes me so angry and hateful and stressed out that I, I just couldn't do it. But I got to tell you, for about, I mean, for the last six years, I have had a mug on my on my like desk or bedside table like it, it's moved around a little bit just of pop tabs from soda cans okay i've kept this for at least through two moves now from gainesville to atlanta from my first apartment to my second apartment and then when i moved here i was like you know what no more no longer because i looked into it I had approximately, I'm going to say a quarter gallon of pop tabs from soda cans, for, beer cans, whatever. And, f- and for what what end goal did you have in mind with said pop tabs? Were you going to make a necklace out of them? No, Michael, you, you know me. You know I love a good uh, get-rich-quick scheme. <laughs> yes. So, years ago. <laughs> years ago. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this with saying, Michael... Again, I asked you this is like if you had to say like if an intellectual friend in our mm-hmm. connected friend group, <laughs> like the smartest person like in the group, who would you say it is? I mean, obviously me, me is number one. Then like me. Curtis. But like if you had to like it's like a, a smart friend that we have. Matt's in Matt's in the, the discussion. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean he knows he knows more about random shit than I do, which is saying it's, a lot because I know a lot about our random shit. And that's it. That it's the random shit. So Matt, our friend Matt, 
I'm gonna say seven years ago, and he, you know what? I hope he remembers this. I hope, I, or I hope he doesn't remember it. It might be better if he doesn't, because I'll get text messages literally tomorrow. Um, he just randomly was like, "Hey, man, you just need to start saving those pop tabs. Once you get about a like peanut butter jars worth, you can get like twenty five, fifty bucks for it, because because that's the From only who? part of a." From a recycling plant, because oh. the the pop tab is the only part that's worth recycling, like money monetarily. Oh, because it's so much thicker than the. Because it's of thicker, it? it's more substantial, so it's okay. it's legitimate. So I was like, okay, I'll just do it. And then I'm kind of a weird. I can't remember if I've talked about like my emotional hoarding on this show, where I just mm-hmm. I think I did like a couple weeks ago, where I just say keep things from past relationships. Mm-hmm. I also have a probably a two foot tall like. Teddy Graham bear, like a plastic bear full of, like that used to be full of animal crackers that I'll fill up with change and occasionally take to a coin star. I just like to collect shit that I can eventually turn into more value. So, like, okay, I'll just You're keep gonna be like that 60 year old dude just going and just collecting everyone's cans and bottles. On Michael, the beach. You're gonna be, you're gonna, oh, you're gonna have a fucking metal detector, aren't you? Michael, the, the way you the the problematic thing that you just said is that I will literally become my dad, who I think we've also talked about on this show. When I came to Chicago with my brother and went to a, a Cubs game, my dad spent the last forty five minutes after the game where me and my brother were trying to take a picture in Wrig- Wrigley Field. We could not stop my father from picking up leftover souvenir cups that he could wash out and take home. <laughs> and he took home 45 cups. That's my dad. So that's my fear. But anyway, I spent six years under the impression I was like, you know what? I'll keep I'll keep getting beer can tabs. And I haven't been drinking a ton of beer because, you know, I've been on the old keto life. Mm-hmm. Just gonna keep, you know, just getting these soda tabs, getting that Coke Zero tab, and they don't make they don't make that wine in uh. In they don't cans. make they don't make that low carb wine in pop tabs, which is a shame. Because if shame. so, I would have been, well, as as it comes to it, not rich. Um, <laughs> but so anyway, many eyes convinced me that it was like, and I again, when someone says something to you full of vim and vigor and like mm-hmm, backed mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. like, you're my smart friend I believe you, you said it with such conviction, it must be true, I'm not gonna right. fact check you. Matt's not the type of person who's gonna like, buy speakers out of the back of someone's van No, so anyway, I was like, okay it's gonna be fine, I'm gonna like, so I just kept collecting pop tabs for no joke, the last six and a half, seven years like, I've just been, anytime I've drank a, a Coke Zero or, like, had a Mick Ultra in the house, I just ripped that tab open, and I put it, I've been putting it into a mug next to my my, so my desk or my, my bedside table, whatever, in a bag, and then I got to the point where I was moving, and I was like, okay, there's so many things I have, I need to get rid of some shit. It's time to take, and I was like, okay, I'm going to sell some shit too. Now I got to take, I'm going to finally take these pop dabs to the recycling plant and get paid. I'm going to get fucking (laughs) money. (laughs) Give me that fucking money, baby. First of all, Michael, I couldn't find a literal, any place in the goddamn world that would take pop (laughs) dabs. I thought you were going to say you went there. And they were like, oh, you get like 14 cents. But no, you couldn't find anyone who even wanted them. Michael, literally the only place on the internet that I could find that would take pop tabs (laughs) is the Ronald McDonald House charity. And they were asking for them so they could get the additional charitable donation of, shit you not... Again, Michael, I want I want to circle back real quick to what I said about a peanut butter jar's worth of pop, pop tabs. tabs, which yes. I think I had roughly three to four of at okay. this point. So that should have been like a hundred bucks minimum. Yeah, it, which is not not, it's not anything. Nothing. It's not anything, but it's not nothing for exactly. what I've been. It's for for it's, six it's a years video worth game of, and a half. Yeah, for six years worth of effort, it's not anything. <laughs> but for what it is, it's not nothing. Um, so according to the Ronald McDonald House Coastal Empire <laughs> website, 
It takes approximately 1,128 pop tabs to equal one pound, and we typically receive between 40 cents and 50 cents per pound of pop tabs. The program brings in an average of $6,000 each year between all of our donors. And I, I realize I'm putting to our 180 to 100, like to 200 listeners, I'm putting Matty Ice on blast right now. <laughs> but like, homie, where the fuck did you get this information and why did I believe it? Well, maybe, I mean, maybe um, aluminum was more valuable seven years ago it's taken a big dip on the, Michael, on the old markets. i gotta be honestly with you nothing was more valuable seven years ago other than <laughs> gold because um, of old people and fear how much would you estimate a peanut butter jar full of pop tabs weighs would you say that's a, a pound or more or maybe, less or? maybe a pound and a half michael i gotta be honest with you if i had somehow taken all of the pop tabs I had saved over the last six years and like spent hours and hours and hours gluing them into a sword. <laughs> like if I had just made a sword, a glue sword of pop tabs, I could have sold it for more than I would have gotten, including labor hours <laughs> than I would have gotten for the value of these pop tabs. I would have so gotten do you still have the pop tabs? Cents. No, I threw them in the trash can. Why didn't you make a sword? Because I didn't have the time. Michael. Why didn't you melt them down and smelt a new sword out of your aluminum pop tabs? Because, Michael, if I had done that, I would have felt compelled to drive down to, to <laughs> Florida and stab our very, very good friend, Matty Ice, in the heart with it just to prove a point. And then it would have just bent because it's made out of aluminum. Yeah, it would have done absolutely nothing to it. <laughs> you better off just wrapping it in aluminum foil. <laughs> Which again, yeah. I might, I, I might do. I like, there I you have go. You time. Should have melted them down and turned them into aluminum foil. You blew it. You had a great opportunity. You could have sold a roll of aluminum foil for like two ninety nine. <sighs> I missed on a great profit. Yeah, if you think about it in this way, even the really thick aluminum foil they is only like four dollars for an entire mm. roll, like seventy five feet. I, I don't know why I thought I was gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, nope, I'm, I'm getting. One over on the recycling industry, baby. How many pop tabs take? does it take to make a roll of aluminum foil? It's got to be like a lot. Yeah. And I, I got to be, uh, the man, the thing is too, especially during quarantine, I've just been drinking a ton of LaCroix and Coke yeah. Zero. Like, because I'm at home and I'm just like, like drinking one for lunch rather than getting one like uh, like water from the cafeteria or something. Just been James like I've been like obsessively saving pop tabs, and then it it took me literally six years to actually fact check this claim from my <laughs> very good friend. It's like, oh okay, well fuck. <laughs> so I feel like there was a um uh some kind of rumor in in like high school or something like that about pop tabs and something sexually related to them but this might have fallen in the same category of like rainbow parties and all this other stuff that never happened i would assume so um hold on one second urban wristbands you know if you're wearing a, a blue one on your wrist like you'll give a pop tab you give a blowjob for a pop tab Oh, yeah. See, the the top of a soda can given to someone indicating that the giver would like to fuck the receiver. If the receiver returns it to the giver, the giver owes them a sexual favor. What? That does not seem like a... For, I mean, first of all, what a weird way to say I want to have sex with you. Like a weird and non-effectual... It should be like... I, I mean, frankly, just like give him a cool wink. Like a good wink out of nowhere. <laughs> And then if they give it back to you, that you owe them a sexual favor. I don't know, man. How is that? It's, it's like, the whole economy, that... the whole economy of pop tabs, is very confusing to me. Yeah, but uh, okay, hold on. So if someone gives you a pop tab saying they want to have sex with you, and they just give it back to you, and that means you have to have sex with them. I was like, well, yeah, because you told them you wanted to have sex with them, so now they gave it back no, to you. No, but it's it's you owe them a sexual favor. So yeah. like I could Michael, I could give you a pop tab. Like, I would like it. I would like to put my pee in you inside of you, and then mm -hmm. you could just hand it back to me. Like, guess what? I'd like just you to put 
your pee and me. Like, and I was like, okay. I mean, it's I, I think it's more of like a, it's more of calling your bluff kind of thing. It's like I gave it to, I gave it to you to say like, oh, I would like to, I would like to have sex with you. And you're like, oh, really? I'm calling your bluff. And you're like, well, you got me. Now I have to give you a sexual favor before I get now, to fuck so, you. Now, see to me, and maybe this is just high school lack of ingenuity. This is a real <laughs> lack of like innovation in the in the pop tab economy. I'd rather see like, yeah, okay, you gave me this. That gives me power over you because you've indicated this. I'm actually going to give this to my friend Katie. And now you have to just do whatever Katie says. Sorry. <laughs> and I know there's some like loosey-goosey consent rules going on there, but like you... You kind of opted into it with the pop tab. Yeah, I mean, you obviously gave the pop tab. Here's the question I have. So, it you said it takes like 1,200 pop tabs to For get to a pound. For 50 cents. For 50 yeah. cents, which means that pop tabs are effectively... Hold on one second. Let me get the little... Michael, I don't want to get too down and dirty out. on the, how, how worthless... Recycling apparently is, but I got to tell you, recycling apparently is not good for anything. I I should honestly just be lighting like aluminum cans on fire in my refrigerator right now. So, you know, when you get when you get a coupon and it says this coupon is worth one twentieth of a cent or one hundredth of a cent or whatever on the bottom of it. Yeah. Uh, Because they have to have some value in some states uh, that effectively you could have collected coupons for the last six years and made more money. Michael, I don't, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't, I, like, I, I don't want to diminish the fact that like, I could have done literally anything. <laughs> like I, I honestly, I could have taken the, I could have taken the cost of one LaCroix can and mm-hmm. invested it in the stock market mm. and made more money than I would have. Eight, like if I did that eight years ago, I would have made more money by then waiting for this aluminum money to come rolling in. <laughs> and silver gold, baby. It is not just that. Uh, I'm not dunking on Matt here. I'm more dunking on myself that I was just so blinded by my smart friends. Like, yeah, that checks out. That sounds good. That's that's thick aluminum, baby. That's that <laughs> thick stuff. That's what people need. I'm gonna, but like, you gotta have a lot of it to recycle it. Obviously. That checks out. So I'm just gonna wait till I have approximately eight thousand of them over six years, and then, oops, that's worth four dollars. <laughs> I guess I'll just put it in the trash now. Thank you. You could have recycled them still. I well, I did actually, but the the funny thing about Atlanta, the funny thing about the South, Michael, <laughs> they go they go the same place. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really tell you that when they give you both of the cans, but yeah, um, here yeah. in Atlanta, they go to the same place. Actually, Michael, here's an I'm going to keep rallying, Michael. It's 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 my time to shine. <laughs> Speaking of trash and recycling, I just, you know, we just talked about it. I moved to a new place. You yeah. moved, we were about to move. You're about to move to a new place. So um, I moved to a new apartment, a new fancy boy apartment Ooh. that has um, uh, a valet garbage service. What? Yeah. So I can just. What does that mean? So th- I, they give me both a recycling can and a garbage can in the unit that I, I just fill up and I put it outside. And then uh, every Sunday through through Friday, six to nine p.m., someone will pick that up, take it away to the the dumpster, so I don't have to walk through the entire every complex. Day. Yep. I Michael, I could just put bags of poop outside, and they would take it to the trash every what? day between the hours of six and nine p.m. Do you ever see this person, or does it just magically I hear them, disappear? I hear them, Michael. Of course, I never see them. I never want. I never <laughs> want to see them. If I see this person, I will feel so bad. I like honestly, I'm either I put my headphones on between those hours, or I leave the apartment. I don't want anything to do with them. Don't want to know anything about these people. But they do exist, and my trash disappears. Are you sure they're not like gnomes that they've 
No, because I, again, I do, like gnomes would be silent and mysterious. They would the mm-hmm. the, the trash would Good disappear. Point. Good point. I do hear these mo. I Michael, I hear these mofos rolling down the hallway, and I'm so mad at them when they do. Is your apartment complex run by bears by any chance? No, it's actually a very it's actually a very good apartment complex. Dogs, I'm actually because I'm it. trying to think of what what type of creature would be like. Nah, just leave your garbage out there. We'll get it. Don't worry about but it. It's just like, <laughs> like like leave your personal trash in the hallway, uh-huh. and we'll get it. It's like a hotel and, when you just I, leave yeah, the tray outside. Exactly, and I, I and I know I'm paying for that in the rent, and that's fine. I'm, I'm, that should be I'm a line fan. item. If I want to know how much it costs, frankly, it should. Okay, but I will say there are some flaws in the system. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, sometimes they just don't take certain things, or they only take certain like. I had like some folded up like uh, cardboard boxes, and they just took the boxes and not the rest of the recycle. It's like okay, uh, interesting choice. Hmm. But so, Michael, I mentioned I was like, oh, yeah, I'm living like a fancy boy because I have I have valet trash. But also, uh, I got a bone to, to yell about because uh, on Tuesday, somebody came through because apparently I don't live in a fancy boy apartment. And uh, left like solicitation things for their real estate company on my door handle, and on everyone's door handle, in the in the hallway. Even though the hallway is locked with a yeah. code, and you can't get into it. That's creepy. So yeah, that's creepy. So I'll, I'll, I'm just gonna say I left my trash out. The trash was taken away. Went outside, saw across the hallway, or uh, I saw I opened my door and all uh, a. Uh, a real estate, like, you know, door handle flyer fell, fluttered to the ground. It was like, hey, I'm your neighbor. I want to help you sell your house. I'm like, well, cool, cool thing, because I'm in an apartment. I can't sell my yeah. house, so fuck you. Wait, and, wait. And then I looked across the hallway, and I was like, oh, I don't see one of my neighbor. And then I looked in my fucking trash can, my empty trash can, because <laughs> the valet trash service had come through. And there, my neighbor across the hallway had dropped their fucking solicitation in my trash can. That's so we live in a society. They were they got to their door. They got to their door. They were about to open it. They saw this advertisement and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" And then they saw your garbage can. They're like, "Well, I'm not going to bring this inside my house. I don't know what curse it has." Michael, do you want to know the worst part of this? Huh? When I opened my door to get my trash can back inside the house and saw the solicitation flyer in the bottom of my trash can, (laughs) my neighbor's trash can and flyer was still outside of their fucking door. (laughs) So this motherfucker, who, by the way, I've actually weirdly spoken to and offered to buy their washer and dryer set because they were moving out. Looked at their door, looked at their own <laughs> trash can set, took their flyer off of their door, and turned around and walked two feet across the hallway to drop it into my trash can. That's some passive-aggressive message that I'm I've, not sure I even know how to parse. And I've done nothing <laughs> to deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Nothing. So do you think it was someone in your building that was just hired to give out these flyers? Or do you think that this real estate person hired someone to like go into apart, like sneak into apartment buildings and leave these on there? Also, it said that you wanted to sell your house inside of an apartment building that I'm assuming is all rentals. All rentals, baby. No. So then what the what the fuck? Yeah, I don't. It's either the person lives in our building Hire someone to get rid of them all. Or yeah, exactly. So who knows? But I just (laughs) the audacity of hope Mm -hmm. for you to walk into my trash can and drop the same thing that we all have on our door into my trash can. How fucking dare you? Like this is Michael. This is why we are failing as a country. I have a question for you though. Please, what if? You had looked on everyone else's door and you're like, well, that's weird. No one else got this flyer except for me. And then you looked inside your garbage can and literally everyone else's flyer from that day was in your garbage can. Would that be weirder? 
<laughs> no, Michael, that that honestly would be very, very weird. And frankly, would you feel threatened and need to move out immediately? Michael, as someone who has done literally nothing other than the the only thing I've I think I've seen my neighbors have seen me do is carry Sora up and down the stairs because she's too old to walk down them. I was like, why? I don't know what I would have done to engage that energy. Maybe but it's also, a new new tenant hazing. You are new. I You're the new, new guy. You're the rookie on the Is block that, here. That feels like something that I, I, I don't, again, I don't, I read, I, Michael, I'm a, you know me, big contracts guy. <laughs> <laughs> I read my lease pretty closely. And if there was a hazing clause in there that like, hey, guess what? Everyone gets, to, we're going to distribute your information to everyone in the building <laughs> that you're a new fuck and they're going to fuck with you. Oh, they're going to fuck with you. One, every, a couple or, months. Everyone gets one. Everyone gets one. Everyone gets one. I mean, they wouldn't write that down in a contract. That's just something that you would just... Michael, it does feel like, though, it's something that should be in the contract if it's going to happen. Like, you can't just... Hmm. I mean, are you a lawyer, though? No, I'm See, not. that's the problem. Did you have a lawyer look at it? Because lawyers sneak in those the hazing stuff all the time. It's like, a, it's like pork in politics. Like kinda, it's kind of like fun for them. Yeah, like, it's like, hey, how can I sneak in hazing? Everyone talks about how contract law is so lucrative, and it's like, but mm-hmm. it's also like they never talk about how fucking boring it is. Right? What if you can just sneak in? Like, yeah, guess what? Every once in a while, everyone else in the building gets to sneak into your house and give you the people's elbow. Exactly. They just get to fucking pile drive you every yeah. every like once a quarter. Uh huh. No one tells you about that because no lawyers never lawyers <laughs> like like to have their own fun. Yeah. So there's there's a hazing clause in every contract. It's just it's you can't find it all the time because they're very sneaky. Yep. Moody, right in. Michael, what what else you got going on for me this week, buddy? Absolutely fucking nothing. Fuck all. Um, we've got a couple things. We've got we've got stories. I know nothing's happened other than coup d'etats, but like, what's up? We have a uh, a Reddit relationships, um, our subreddit, our r slash relationships. Uh, a tilt uh, gold mine. A t- yes, and like, look, we know, we know they're all probably fake. We get it. It's like a creative but, writing exercise, but at the same time, like, is the it? The thing is, though, Michael, like, for these trying times when no no actual, like, good <laughs> reportable news is happening, <laughs> like, relationship, we're all inside and stuck with people. Like, relationship is actually, like, a, to me, a goal. Even if it's semi-fake, a goldmine of tilt content. So. Yeah, I mean, and it's completely unfact-checkable. Which is the best part, because, like, if I find a story that seems, like, just absolutely ridiculous, I will sometimes fact check it. Just be like, I don't want to be that guy who, you know, puts this stuff out there and then people tell their friends and their friends like, yeah, didn't you know that was fucking dumb? And it's like, that makes you better than 95 percent of people. (laughs) So, like, but like the best part about relationships is it's all anonymous. So I I literally cannot find out whether this is true or false. So. I can just assume it's true because why would people lie online? Honestly, why, why would anyone lie? On why would anyone lie? So, you know, we had an election. I don't know if you. Had, I don't know if any. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if you heard this, but we had an election recently. You guys heard about this? You know what's going you on? Heard, you, guys, you guys heard? You guys heard about this? We had an election. People voted. They stood. People left. voted. Oh, hey, hey. Uh, this this man, thirty year old man, lost a bet on the election. Uh, he is a PhD candidate in statistics. Uh, he was so confident in his alternate alternate analysis of the polling data that he bet a friend that that Trump would win the election. So he bet him that Trump would win the election based on his alternate analysis from the fact that he's a PhD candidate in statistics. So you know that's always a good idea. Uh, and well, the he thing was, is, I mean, like the. From what I understand, all of the data from like 538, 538 and like the their even real clear politics, like their models were available online to download and run for yourself if you really wanted to do it. So like uh-huh. he had all of the levers at hand. So like he could have sure. he could have done it. And here's the thing. This happens a lot, though, where you think that you have found some connection or correlation and you run models and it comes out and it seems like it fits. And you get very overly confident. Yeah. Like this man clearly did. Because instead of betting, say, I don't know, a thousand dollars or like literally anything else, apparently he bet that if he lost, he would have to eat 10,000 
calories a day for a year. A y- 10,000 calories is the amount of calories that Michael Phelps eats when he is training for the fucking Olympics and swimming like 12 hours a day. So I have a, fr- uh, you might not know, but like I have a friend we went to college with who's in the same like, f- you know, co-ed fraternity we were in who did eat about 10,000 calories a day. I literally saw this man eat two Domino's bread bowl, like <laughs> pasta bread bowls back Wait, to back. How um, and Why? Because that's like he was so he was about six four, probably about two forty, a PT student, but he also worked out six hours a day. Oh Jesus, homie yeah, worked I mean, out a 10, lot. Ten thousand calories is like five x recommended. Like, literally, like you're the, you must be the rock. Like you have to be the rock to be. <laughs> you have the, to work out constantly. And also the the also the calories you eat. <laughs> The type of calories you eat when yes. you're eating 10,000 calories a day really matter. You can't just right. eat like whatever the fuck you want. You can't just right. be like, eating Hot Pockets. Yeah, like Michael Phelps is eating like a good mix of like carbs and proteins and like, fats. Like The Rock and, eats like, 18 lean. pounds of like North Atlantic cod right. every day. <laughs> like he's not just eating Hot Pockets. Well, this dude. <laughs> so... This woman, 29, she's 29, she says, I had no idea this bet was happening, but we went out to dinner on Saturday to celebrate the election, and my husband ate so much that he actually made himself sick. That night, he just said he was super happy. But then on Sunday, he got DoorDash three times, (laughs) and I forced him to tell me what was going on. He tried to play it off like, oh, babe, you'll get such a kick out of this. Ha ha, lost a bet because of the election, and I have to eat 10,000 calories a day. Guy code. (laughs) I love you. So, the guy code love you is just like, okay, sorry, don't ask about it. Your tiny woman brain can't handle it. So, he's apparently spending $80 a day on DoorDash, because, and he's just eating. So, on Monday and Tuesday, his idea was to get a bunch of frozen Red Baron pizzas and liter bottles of soda, so it would be cheap. It was disgusting in bed. He smelled like he was sweating pizza grease and sugar. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, honestly, Michael, a lot to a lot to go into detail here. Okay. First of all, how confident would you have to be in a bet to bet someone that you would eat 10,000 calories a day for a year? Not a month, not a week, a year. With literally no contingency plan. Yeah. And also... You are a grad student with no money incoming. Yes. And that you can barely afford to eat. I'm going to go ahead and say maybe 2,200 calories a day. Let me <laughs> let me quintuple that. Um, also, the audacity to order multiple DoorDash orders. <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, fucking go for it. Like, you got to order. I'm going to say 150 chicken wings every day, once a day at 3 p.m. I just... I I eat a lot of dumb things. Like I've eaten a pint of Ben and Jerry's just in a sitting, which is a good twelve hundred calories, and I felt bad about myself. But like, how 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 do you even eat ten thousand calories in a in a day without? Well, like, I'll, I'll tell you what's throwing up. I I'll guess tell you what he, I'll tell you what he's done really wrong: bringing soda into the equation. Yeah, that that's that's where he went bad. Because you're not getting enough calories for the for the carbonation, but I'm just gonna say, guy code. I think we need to talk about guy code. <laughs> I mean, I know we need to talk about guy code because, like, I mean, 100. percent I mean, it goes along with toxic masculinity and all that other shit. Yeah, but also it's like, if your idea to win a bet is be like, I'm gonna get a a stack of fucking frozen red baron pizzas and two liters of cola. Like that's, you're not being like even classically, according to the classic definition of masculinity of being like a Viking, like you're not doing anything good as in terms of manliness. No, it's just guy code that he, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to go back on a bet. Which is Which the is, most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. And also, I, I love the last paragraph of this is that, again, as a as a, a woman and a someone who ha- can think for themselves, 
He's already so bloated, and I did some calculations on the internet, and he's eating about 7,000 more calories a day than he needs, which means he could easily weigh over 400 pounds when this year is over. Which, like... Here's the thing. I don't think he's going to survive the year if his idea of trying to eat 10,000 calories is Red Baron pizzas and soda. Like, he's not going to survive. He's going to die. The second part of that is, like, his idea of working out enough to get rid of that was to walk to work every day, which is about six miles there and back. That's like 100 calories. I can calculate it's maybe 600 calories. (laughs) And also... You know, interrupting with their sex life and she ruined like their sex anniversary, which is guys, come on, please. But okay, like, do you realize how much, how much 10,000 calories are? That's so it's three. So I found Ryan Lochte used to eat 10,000 calories. And of course, he did, they did an article about him because Ryan Lochte, but like, no, again, you literally have to be an Olympic athlete or the rock. You can't he, walk six miles to work every day and eat 10,000 calories of frozen pizza. So, like, each meal is 3,000 calories and there's 1,000 and a 1,000 calorie snack. But, like, for breakfast, for example, 2,910 calories is the IHOP breakfast of New York cheesecake pancakes, four total, four tablespoons of old-fashioned pancake syrup, and a chicken fried steak with two scrambled eggs and sausage gravy. That is just one meal. You have to do that three more times than then also house an entire Ben & Jerry's pint of ice cream worth of calories as a snack. Michael, and, and Michael, I, I gotta say, you are in such a boyfriend here mentality of what is the most widely available form of calories to me (laughs) because yes that is what you would need to eat to do that (laughs) that is not what you should need to eat for 10,000 calories if you want to not die and also you can't walk six miles to burn that off sorry it's not gonna happen look I didn't use the BuzzFeed was using one pint of Ben and Jerry's brownie batter core as or 10 mozzarella sticks no Michael because the only people who or can one and Michael. a half cups of hummus. Right. <laughs> Michael, and that's just the conversion vector they have to give to us peons who have no context of what it would actually mean to eat 10,000 calories a day. Because people who actually eat 10,000 calories a day and work out enough to do that are eating fucking like prime rib and like sushi grade tuna. Like no one gives a shit at that point. The Rock is not eating Legos. Just, just how ridiculous. There was apparently a YouTube challenge in 2016. October of 2016. Oh, my God. October of 2016. Such a fucking, like. The worst month and year. No, it was like, that was the last of the good days, though. Like, October 2016, we're coming up on a new election. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, God, it was so good. Time. But apparently there was a YouTube challenge where YouTubers were challenging themselves to eat 10,000 calories in a single day. And someone died. Just I in one day. And people were literally like just throwing up all over the place and getting sick. Michael, no joke. Like two months ago, <laughs> I got high and ate an entire, entire Domino's deep dish pizza. And I was, I couldn't walk right for two days. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Like, no. Domino's deep dish pizza calories. Maybe 5,000 calories. Maybe. I hope. Domino's launched DJ's Pizza, the 12 inch pepperoni pan pizza. Yeah. Is that the one for you got? Sure. 12 inch? That's only 2,400 calories, big boy. You need to eat five, four more, or three more of those. Damn. All right. Well, man. Shit. Okay. Well, right? I was underachieving, apparently. <laughs> you, you didn't even, you barely ate the amount of calories you needed for the day with that one pizza. Michael, no joke. Under, when I've been on keto for the last, I'm going to say six years at this point, 1,400 calories a day, baby. Mm hmm. There there are 480 calories in one slice of Lou Malnati's deep dish sausage pizza. So you would only need to eat 20 slices of Lou Malnati's deep dish sausage pizza. That would be, and I think that's like over, that's like two and a half full deep dish pizzas. Michael, not only would I die if I ate that much Lou Malnati's pizza every day, I would rather die <laughs> than eat that much Lou Malnati's like, And Lou Malnati's pizza is so good. It, like, so by the way, if, you, if you've never been to two Chicago, slices, is, though, and you're, and it you're is two, you're the over it. best form of Chicago pizza to get. I would rather die 
than eat that much Luminati's pizza. Anyways, but like, okay, so the relationship part of this, though, like, I feel like that's a that's too big of a bet to to make without like consulting your significant other. Like, you wouldn't bet ten thousand dollars. It's too much of a bet to consult your significant other, and then all you know. To your point, when it comes to like our financial well being, yeah, you have to consult someone. Like, hey, I and I say this as someone whose father invested too much money in Iraqi currency because he thought it was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was gonna come around. He thought it was gonna come around pretty soon. So I say this is yeah, maybe consult your your spouse on um on investments. Definitely do that. Iraqi currency, bye, bye, bye. You got you 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 hate to see it. Um so yeah, no. It's too much to just not invest in a bet. That wouldn't affect you, obviously, and them. But, like, a caloric bet has such wide-ranging impacts on your psychology, your mood, obviously your physical appearance that your spouse has bought into. To not consult them is an egregious crime. But what about what about the friend in all this? The friend who he made the bet with? Like... I would not take you seriously if you tried to make a bet like that with me. And even if you did claim that you were serious, I would not make you follow through on that bet because I like you and I do not want you to die. Uh, Michael, my my in my head, my mm-hmm, assumption mm-hmm. is that the so the subject who has posted this, the antecedent, the like the subject of this post is actually Ken Bone. <laughs> The man who is the most hee-haw stupid and dumb as shit on the planet. And he has a friend who bet him to be like, hey, if this happens, you have to eat 10,000 calories a day, Ken Bone. <laughs> so, like, that's where my head is at. I I honestly don't know if, like, like obviously, Michael, I would bet you as a joke, very much like our friend Matt, apparently... Wager that I would collect pop tabs for eight years. <laughs> He's maybe it was maybe it was ten years though, and you just you just cost him the bet. I mean, maybe Matt was just pulling a long con, like ha ha hee haw joke on me, but mm. and he did it. He fucking by the way, he fucking, fucking did, did it. it. He did it. So maybe, like, maybe it's that kind of joke, and like it's that kind of friend who's like, yeah, you should one hundred percent bet your wife this thing. Or it's just it's just Ken Boney's the dumbest man alive. I'm just saying. And he has the worst friends on the planet. I'm just saying. Here's the thing. If I made this bet with a friend of mine, and then I lost this bet, either I, like, you would have to be an amazingly good friend for me not to want to just go back on this bet. Like, if it was just a, an acquaintance, like, what are they going to do about it? Like, make fun of me? Fuck off. I'm... I'm an adult person. I don't yeah. care. Like, it would have to be a friend who I thought might be very upset by the fact that I, like, went back on a bet. But if that friend was so good that I would be worried about them being mad I went back on a bet, they They're would not, not want me to go, <laughs> They would not want me to go back and, like, do this bet. Yeah, it's like, so, Michael, like, if I, ma- if I made this bet on like, to you as a joke, I wouldn't want you to ruin your marriage with Rachel <laughs> because you got so... So big and bloated so by big. by eating Red Baron frozen pizzas, <laughs> which, by the way, it it we go further into it in the in the post that their sex life is ruined and he just keeps farting nonstop. Yeah, which, I mean, uh, obviously. But again, uh, I don't think we've gotten enough into this, and this this might just be the taupe episode. I think we're done here. But like, <laughs> he just got so into he can't welch on it because of guy code. Yeah, and. Michael, can you can you walk me back to what this dude? He's a PhD student at where was it again? I think a statistics PhD student. Uh, he's a PhD candidate in statistics, so it doesn't say where he's a PhD. Say, okay, candidate. that's probably where because like yeah, you know, defend the defend the guilty. Sure, I gotta be honest. <laughs> this man should be stripped of his fucking doctorate degree <laughs> immediately. Like, guys. 
it's fucking okay to cry. It's fucking okay to just well. It's fucking okay to watch on a bet. It's also fucking okay if you can't eat ten thousand calories a day because that's that's absurd. Massively unhealthy. It's four times the human limit. It's like if I say like, oh man, if that can, if that happens, I'm gonna eat my shoe, and you try to hold me to that bet, I'm gonna kick you with my shoe because that's fucking dumb. Michael, the number of times that I've said it's like, okay, if that happens, I'll eat my own head. <laughs> and like, you're I've still said here. it. I've said it too many times, and I'm st- I'm still here. Still here. Does that make me a liar? Yeah, yes, it does. But also, <laughs> listen, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. I'm not eating my own head. You stupid shits. It's like it reminds me too of the uh, man. This happened today. Uh, conservative Twitter. Some uh, Matt Walsh blog who shares, mm-hmm. unfortunately, the name of Matt Walsh from VP, the actor, yeah. Veep, the actor. Veep. Um, notoriously manly Matt Walsh was oh, like yes. there are six mm. approved reasons to cry as a man it was like you get shot in the stomach your child dies you watch Rudy and like three hours like first of all Rudy's a movie about a kid who sucks at football and finally yeah. gets his chance Rudy and also sucks, sucks Rudy's sucks a at terrible football. movie it's like guys Rudy is bad you Rudy's dumb shit bad it's the dumbest it's so fucking dumb it's like and also like I cried at an episode of like new girl and that's fine yeah like i'm allowed cry whenever you want cry like a big boy it's fucking (laughs) fine yeah it feels great i wish we had stories to talk about because it's all fuck we you know what here's the thing we (laughs) we said that we would be back if we're back and you know we last week was fucking dumb it was dumb so we just we just didn't yeah well and and some shit happened some then, shit happened, and then but some, like, and Michael, we we we're gonna record last night, and then some more shit happened in my life and your life, and we're like, no, yeah. and like, frankly, Michael, I'm a, I'm mad that we didn't get to talk about uh, Gritney, oh, the girlfriend fuck, of, you're right. of Gritney, of, of, of Gritty, of Gritty, Gritney. <laughs> like, there's more time to talk about this unabashedly sexy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mascot. I have a problem with though. Like, it's very heteronormative. Like, for one, for one, we're assuming that Gritty has a gender, which I don't know if y'all have seen Gritty. I got to be honest with you, Michael. I I don't know. I don't think. Does does the fucking Philly fanatic have a gender? No, he doesn't have fucking. He's not. He does. He's he's not creature. He doesn't have biological organs. If there was any sort of creature that was fluid for every identifier. Oh, yeah. It's it's great. Like, whatever you're thinking. And what you're thinking yes. about gritty, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but also right. Yeah, no. Gritty is he's, he encompasses he's everything. Identificator. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he encompasses gritty everything is, and nothing all at once. Gritty is whatever whoever needs him to be. Exactly. He's the hero that we need. No, sorry. Needs it to be. I apologize. Yes, sorry, I misspoke. Yes. Yeah, and so like to assume that you need a Gritney who's like unabashedly sexy, like I mean, don't get me wrong. They don't pulled wrong. it off. I, I'm interested. <laughs> they pulled it off. If their goal was to make a sexy gritty, they did it. Yeah, and like I'd like to see what she gets up to. Sure, but I just had to put that out there that I but feel I, like I, it's just. I don't why think are we gendering. Why are we gendering gritty here? I don't think she's needed. She's definitely not needed. And, and also, yeah, why are we? Why why are we gendering grit? We we have to we have to point out though that this was not done by Philadelphia, the fine city of Philadelphia with the fine people again, in Philadelphia. Again, Michael, the aggressors from over the seas, some London artists. Fucking like, Londoners. These motherfuckers. These fucking Brexiter assholes. Michael, I don't like this. This is gonna be our shortest episode by far. We're yeah, at but I mean, what, minutes right now. Here's the thing. We we searched I mean like we normally don't do much research, right? We don't no, search a whole any. lot. But, like, we've searched for two days, and literally every interesting story that might be funny is about either the election or COVID. And, and those are objectively bad stories. And, like, they're not going to be funny because, like, it's just objectively not funny what's happening. So, Actually, Michael, there's one we could talk about. Four Seasons Landscaping. <laughs> no, no, everyone knows about that. Four Seasons Landscaping is, is objectively, without any help from us, the funniest thing that's ever happened in the entire world. Uh, uh, the Turkmenistan Golden Dog. Oh, yes. This is the kind... So, uh, 
Okay, Turkmenistan, Golden Stock. Okay, so Turkmenistan, uh, trend, again, like most of the world, including our own really cool country, um, trending uh, towards authoritarianism around the world. Yeah. Yeah. They have uh, a, um, I don't get it. I don't understand I don't love it. it. Uh, you know, I thought that, like, freedom was a cool thing that we all agreed upon, but apparently not. Generally uh, agreed upon as, like, the coolest the um so but apparently uh Turkmenistan's president I am going to absolutely butcher this. Let's just call him Gurbanguly Bertie Munkmundov. Uh Garrett. We're gonna call him we're gonna call him Gurbanguly. Because that seems right. The last Gerbenguli. name is really the last name has more syllables than I'm really comfortable with, but Gurbanguly seems right. I mean, honestly, I'm. We're probably both too drunk to say our own names correctly at this point, so I think it's unfair to th- expect us to say other people's names. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll be I'll be frank, Michael. I am. It's probably clear. <laughs> Not sober. Um. So anyway, Gerbenguli unveiled recently on uh, 13 hours ago, which would be Wednesday. Nope, Thursday today. A 19 foot tall statue of the Alabay dog in uh, Ashgabat in Turkmen, which is his favorite breed of dog, which he has one. Also, the dog has a like English Victorian collar on. It looks dope as hell. The dog looks fucking cool as shit. I love well, okay. this. He said it's his favorite breed of dog. So is this just like generic? type of this dog or is it specifically his dog i think he had i think the statue is made after one of his dogs but it's also a like dog that turkmenistan is proud of it's like their national dog it's a great fucking dog it's a handsome dog with a good looking tail oh yeah the fancy collar and like the ribbon love it real nice this guy looks powerful handsome love this dog yes but also i would die for this dog michael I really wish authoritarian leaders in this part of the world would spend a little bit more time on just doing cool dog statues and yeah. not like on, uh, I don't know, white supremacy. Yeah. Yeah. Like more dog statues, less white supremacy. Maybe even like, no white supremacy. Like, like no white supremacy would be cool. Like dog statues and like even Silvio Berlusconi in, in Italy. That dude was a fucking clown show authoritarian <laughs> president. He took over that country. He was a big shit show. And all he did with his power was have sex with a lot of people at the same time. He just had sexy parties. It's like, just, you know what? It, I don't want to know about sexy parties that Donald Trump is throwing. I'm sure he's doing it. I'm sure he's peeing all over the place. But like, if he was just using the presidency to piss all over the place, that's fine, homie. Right. Like if you if you're if you're just peeing everywhere and having weird sex parties and putting up gold statues of cool dogs, that's fine. Like that's my kind of authoritarianism. Like you're not doing anything. Like do that. Like yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine if you're just trying to gain power for the purpose of just being able to have sexy parties and and like beatify your dogs and stuff. Like, but like why do you gotta why you gotta be a dick? Like, Michael, if I ever make the choice to run for public office and, like, God forbid I ever, like, for the people, like, John Morgan become president, <laughs> like, guess what my Morgan first... Morgan Morgan. Morgan. Guess what I'm Morgan. doing? My first action as president is, one, assigning all duties to somebody else, and then, two, making a big statue of Sora oh, yeah. on the National Lawn, just, like, looking very bored and mad. You should like, make it out of aluminum. I hear it's really cheap. No, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save all of my my I'm gonna bring all of my pop tabs and I'm just gonna build a statue of Sora looking pissed off on the national lawn and they're like, okay, cool. I love this guy. I'll I'll be nationally here forever and I don't have to fucking, you know, strip rights from people. But it's here's so the, easy. It's so easy to be cool and memorable and historic without being an asshole. Just build a cool statue thing, of a dog. Though, like Trump doesn't have a dog or an animal or any like he you cannot trust someone who just does not like animals, right? And I say that directly to one of our listeners who I know catches up on this like every like six to eight weeks. <laughs> Amos, 
Yeah, I can't trust you, bro. You can't trust someone who doesn't like animals at all. Like, fine. You don't like dogs. You don't like cats. You don't like a specific animal. It's fine. But just to be like, no, I don't want any animals near me. And the one time I do let an animal get near me, it's going to try to eat my face off. Like, you're a bad person. In the case of Trump, it's just like, I think there's just no compassion in your heart for literally another living being. So, like, there's no glamour in a dog. Like, there's glamour in children that you can make successful or in your supermodel wife. But a dog is just, like, human love and interaction. So, you you have none you can't of that in your it. heart. Yeah. So, like, why would I? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's it's If you can't understand the compassion that comes from caring for an animal for no reason other than you like that animal, like, you, you clearly have something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, historically broken and a terrible person. Because people are like, oh, but I have kids. And it's like, yeah, but like the kid is, yeah, you, of course you you have compassion for the kid. It's it's your kid and it's going to grow up to supposedly do something. Also, but like the dog is always going to no, be a Michael, dog. No, it's Michael, always going to be no, the same. Michael, like, let's, let's boil it down to, like, let's get down to the where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> yeah, you have that kid. That kid is on the grid. Of course you have to love it. <laughs> That's true. It's <laughs> kid. Dogs ain't on the great motherfucker. Dogs are dogs and cats are pure love. You have to care for that shit. Yep. Yeah. Because like no one knows about that other than Mm -hmm. Facebook. (laughs) So yeah. Well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, buddy. I think. Yeah. It's been a good one. Yeah. We're gonna keep doing this. You know what? We we're just gonna keep doing it. Regardless of if there are stories or not. And if there aren't, we're just gonna talk about uh I don't know, fucking dogs. I don't care. Hell, man, this this will 100% become a Bachelorette podcast. You can't stop me. We're going to talk about Tasha all day long. Fine. I I refuse to watch it, so I will comment on anything you say about The Bachelor. Michael, what would you say if in the first couple episodes of The Bachelorette, they had a Bachelorette, and then she just fell in love with one of the contest- contestants and ran off of the show, and then a new <laughs> one just showed up? The new Bachelorette was like, hey, I'm here. And they gave her the same contestants. I just. Well, Michael, what did you say about that? I would say that the like, I feel it feels contrived to me. Wow. You would say that's contrived? Yeah, that's contrived. And not just some. Uh, Michael, can I. Uh, hold on. Let me give some more details. <laughs> if this, if the original Bachelorette had been on it once before and had also been on multiple seasons of Bachelor in Paradise uh, with failed romances and they somehow, for some reason, gave her the Bachelorette again and then she blew up the show out of nowhere, like unexpectedly, no one could have seen it coming. I feel like they could have seen it coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's fair. Here's the thing like, so many people, specifically you, though, but like Bachelor and Bachelor have become such a big thing, like culturally as like an ironic thing to like or a non-ironic thing to like. How dare you? And it's kind of like how people always try to tell me that I need to watch It's a Wonderful Life every fucking Christmas when I'm like, yeah, I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. And I'm going like, at this point, it's just more of the principle of the thing. Like, I refuse to watch okay, it now, on principle. Now now that I actually agree with you, it's, it's a wonderful life to get fucked. I am not interested. I I think I've caught maybe a total of half an hour of it because I like walk into rooms randomly. But I'm Jimmy Stewart. Oh, Mister, fuck off! I don't know what happened to the money. That's not Jimmy Honestly, Stewart. Honestly, I know more about it's a wonderful life from the SNL sketch where Dana Carvey gets punched in the face. <laughs> Michael, it's been lovely talking with you. Yes, uh, everyone. Has. If you like this episode, you can find out more information at goodbuddymedia.com, our website that has stuff on it that is hasn't been updated probably since It's a Wonderful Life came out on VHS. Um, but I'm, there is I, information I thought there. about maybe turning the blog into just a uh, like a live journal or like a Zanga where I would just like rant about random shit. Michael, you can. You have that power. You can I know. I'm thinking about it. I'm just going to write Do random it. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever's bothering me at that moment. It's Dear diary. funny you said Zanga because I doubt anyone listening remembers <laughs> Zanga. <laughs> but I didn't have a live journal. I actually had a Zanga, which had approximately eight posts on it in my entire life. All right. All right. Well, so, let's make a Zanga, baby. Yeah. Let's do a Zanga. We can't because we can't do live drone because now it's owned by the Russian government. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and that's not a lie. That's the truth. I think they um, shut down Zanga, but that's fine. Who knows? Um, but yeah, you can also find out more information about our sister show, which is called Longest Days of Our Lives, I think. Yeah, we're going to do that one. We're going to do it. It's We're watching 24. You guys have heard it before. If you've listened to the show, you know what's up. We're gonna we're gonna get more episodes. If you if you've never watched it or heard the show, you should. It's fucking like if you like us, if you like me and Michael, you're gonna love the edition of Curtis talking about like Russians and Czechs yeah. and spies, terrorism. Yeah. It's just it's it's better. It's honestly, it's better than this show. Michael, would you yeah. say it's better than this show? It's it's better than this show. Yeah, it's better than this show. It's it's twice as long. So like, even though even though we we have done minimal episodes, we've probably done more content for that show. I know I've edited more content for that show. We somehow turn a 42 minute network television show into it's a two and a half two hour long episodes. <laughs> and, and honestly, we don't even talk about maybe 30 out of the 42 minutes of the show. And Michael, can I say we don't waste a single second? No, we do not. Those episodes are just. Jam packed, lean, lean, mean, just jam packed with good content. Because I remember when we first started doing the show, we were like, "Man, we need to keep this to an hour, hour and a half max." And then at some point, we were just like, "Fuck it, we're leaving this all in." It it got to a point because I I think with with Michael, with our show, with yeah. with Tilp, our friend Matt, uh, not not Pop Tab Matt, not uh, Pop Tab. It's like it's like you guys are way too long. You need to cut it down. And I was like, okay, let let me take it that hard. And we tried to keep the first episode of Tilt to like an hour, hour and a half. And the show just didn't want to be an hour. Mm-mm. The show, the show wanted and needed to be two hours long. It needed to breathe. <laughs> Duel needs to breathe. And like honestly, guys, if you want a good time show that you can just put on the background when you're, you know what? If you're on a Zoom call and you just don't want to listen and you just <laughs> want to hear three fucking morons talk about. Men talking into turning into submarines like this is your this is your show. Mm -hmm. So check it out. Longest days of our lives. We're coming back, baby. Michael, how else can people help us out? You can help us out by uh, finding us on social media at T.I.L.P. cast on uh, Twitter and Instagrams. Um, you can also uh, send us an email, goodbuddymedia at gmail.com. At any of those places, you can uh, you know send us some stories uh, or a story or literally just anything to talk about. Um, the news sucks a big old fat one right now. So like, yeah, the you just want to talk about like, shit. hey, if you have a cool story that happened to you or, or a friend of yours, and you just want us to just fucking talk about it. Just send us that. That's actually a great, Michael. That's a great point because, like, half of this was just shit that happened to me and you with trash yeah, small cans town and stuff. news. Well, we can do some small town news. Give us some small town. Yeah, actually, please give us small town news because yeah, everything like shit sucks. that won't make it to the Reddit homepage of weird news. Just some weird shit that happened in your town. And I gotta say, we, again, we started this show because in the aftermath of the last election, we were like, where the fuck do we go from here? And we just needed something fun to talk about. So there's me and you just having a good time. So yeah, we want to hear what's going on in your life. Send us some cool stories. Yeah. Please. We need it. We want it. We need it. <laughs> we need anything to not talk about what is actually happening in this world right now. Which is poopandshit.com. Yeah. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, buddy. Love you. Love you too. Toodles.